Welcome to Two Dads Against the World as we take on the funny world we live in one diaper change, one soccer practice, one homework assignment at a time. Be part of the conversation as we chat about what it takes to face the world as we care for our families and communities. Yes, we'll rant and we'll laugh and we will all understand a bit more than we did before. Scotty, how are you doing? That's right. I'm doing good. I'm on a high. I'm, I'm on a big high. Our, our oh, girls' yeah, soccer happened? team, um, they had the city finals this weekend. They were, you know, the the underdogs kind of coming in, bottom of the tier. Right, And right. they finished silver medal. Dang. And they really? put a huge fight in for the gold. But, yeah, they just came just a tiny bit short. Five minutes short is by my estimate. Had a game gone five minutes longer, it would have been. It could have got another. A, a, got a different story, but it was uh, amazing, amazing to watch those. Congratulations! What yeah. was the name of the team? What's the name of that team? Raccoons. The raccoons. The raccoons. Congratulations yeah, to we, Silver! That's amazing. But when we really needed some extra edge or need to get aggressive, we we turned into the trash pandas. So. Oh, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> you should get the t-shirts trash pandas oh well that was ass. that was my name like from the start and everyone was like yeah and then there's some moms going ah. i'm like oh pc let's be pc yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, i want my daughter to be nice yeah exactly i want them to be nice too i do i want girls to be girls and girls to be ladies yes but i yes. also want girls to be able to kick ass i agree you know I what agree. i mean i want i want girls to be able to kick ass and to think for themselves. Especially my girls. <laughs> your girls will find. Your, your girls will be able to do it. Hey, um, not speaking about girls, but speaking about kicking ass. We've got a legend joining us today. Big Smoke Richard. Legend How are you doing, is, man? Legend is, uh, that's a little steep. But I'll try to, <laughs> I'll try to, I'll try to get there. <laughs> I, I'm telling you, our bar is really high. And it's, it's at least yours at you. So you're legend. Status oh, for our show. Perfect. Well, as long as well, it's not as high as I was last night, then that's fine. Yeah, there you hey, go. That's right. Hey, right. We don't have to talk about it, but we could. But yeah, yeah, you right. know, that was a good time. Great time. Good time. Well, good. Sorry, I had well, to bounce early. You know, soccer and all. It's okay. Yeah, like you, got... you have you have kids and stuff and a family, and you're super busy. I have <laughs> dogs and a wife, so it's. <laughs> Everyone's it's got a whiskey life. going. That's very nice. Yeah, very nice. Yeah. We're um, we're going to talk about a couple of things today. We're going to talk about soccer, as we started mentioning. We're going to talk a little about miski, miski, whiskey. One How many have in. you had? There you go. <laughs> One sip. It's numbing the lips. I know. Yeah. That's what happens. It just tastes so good when it hits your lips. Um, and then uh, we're gonna we're gonna talk a little bit of uh, not just big smoke. We're going to talk about smoking. Absolutely. So um, that's a part of the reason why Big Smoke is on with us today. Sorry, Richard. I, I'm just going to call you Big Smoke. I just like it better. Hey, man. It's, I've been called significantly worse in my life, so that's not a problem. Right, right. Well, <laughs> I, I know a lot of Richards and a lot of good Richards. Um, I also know some other Richards that I don't want to talk about. But Those are the you, dicks. That's why those are the dicks. <laughs> and Big Smoke is uh, not – you don't – qualify into that area you you again legend so that's why i'm gonna call you big smoke you deserve that next level richard big sounds smoke. good i sounds like that good. new hansen's uh hansen's hat you're rocking there buddy he's got the hat it he's is got i the uh, bottle i only break it out that's why it looks brand new like i only break it out for like special occasions like 
funerals, weddings, podcasts. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, I, I feel honored that we're part of the uh, the uh, now cultural norm of, of life. Weddings yes. and funerals and podcasts. So yep. that's great. Yeah. Thank you for joining yeah, they got a brand so, new offering, and that's what we were sampling actually last night. Uh, so good. So yeah, Richard, show good. us the bottle so, there. So yeah, bring it in a little closer. Because so I can't, I can't remember exactly so what good. Chris the distiller called it. Yeah, he called the Distillers Edition whiskey, and okay, let's, it's let's very, it. very interesting yeah. expression of whiskey. I love it. I think Chris at Hanson's and the boys that work for him did an amazing job. A lot of slavery went into this one. Because mm-hmm. it is a double cask, <laughs> so you you started with a French oak cask, right? So you've got some great tannins and stuff like that uh, mm-hmm. from that uh, previously. Do uh, they? Sorry to interrupt. Oh, do yeah. they do they do the first? Um, do they char the inside of this one, or is that uh, second stage? I'm pretty sure they probably would have uh, retoasted the barrels because uh, Chris likes a certain toasting on the whiskey. Like, you can have the barrels toasted a certain way. I'm not sure what he did in this process. I'm not sure. I haven't mm. talked to him about it. Didn't even know he was releasing this. But um, but very, very yummy. When you talk about a whiskey being a yummy and got a yummy factor, it's got a 100% yummy factor. And it's so it's so crazy with how young the whiskey is. Like, we're talking about a three-year-old whiskey that tastes like mm. something that's been aged for at least 12 years. And it's full-bodied, like very full-bodied, like a very mature whiskey at a very young age. You don't see that very often. Like you see it in some Cavalans and places like that, whiskeys like that. But you've got caramels and, and, and very high tannins and just molasses. And you've got really, really nice warmth from rye. And you've got all of this working through your senses after every sip. And every sip you're grabbing something different, something new. And yeah, I'm very proud. Just very proud that we have a distillery in Edmonton that makes unbelievable product. Not just the whiskey, but just all products in general. I think I think Richard, you were telling me about this guy you were talking about there. Uh, uh, who was it? Behind you or somewhere in front? Oh, of you? the guy standing behind me that had never been there before. Oh yeah, yeah. What were you saying <clears throat> again? So his he got the the notification on his Instagram feed. Hey man, like Canson says this new liquor out, and so he shows up there, and I'm talking to him, and he's asking me questions like. What's with all those things on the bottom? I'm like, those are their their coffee creamers, the salted caramel, and they got gins oh. and all kinds of stuff. Oh, and uh, he ended up so good. So I got to the counter, got my two bottles because I bought one for a buddy of mine for his uh, birthday party last night, and then I turn around to leave, and the guy's like, "Yeah, you're gonna need like two boxes," and <laughs> like he was planning on almost buying one of everything that was on the counter there. So uh, wow, uh, good on him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah well, it's okay, hard. Let's... It's hard. It's hard to decide on what you want when you walk in there. Like they, first of all, they got a wicked bar, like drinking area, like seated area that's just wicked comfy. Very hospitable people there, and then you've got all of the selection of what you can buy right there too. And you're like, well, I came in here with a plan to buy one bottle, <laughs> but my body, <laughs> my body is telling me yes. Yeah, and just like yeah, just goes off the rails. It's like walk out, just oh my god, what have I done? Yeah, and yeah. then what I do is I hide shit in the garage too when I get home. I don't know if you do this, Elton, when you've bought like <laughs> high end stuff. I fucking hide it in the garage. I put it in my toolboxes, and I take out one every month. Like oh yeah, I just oh I just picked this up. Yeah, no no no. She doesn't realize no. there's like eight hundred dollars worth of booze sitting in the garage right now. No no, my wife is more like 
if she if we're bringing it home, it's a special occasion. So mm-hmm. yeah, it'll be consumed over time. And, but uh, no, but you know, hiding in the garage don't need that yet. Just have the one kid, and uh, the wife is. We're, we're we're gonna drink at the same time. That's the way we do it. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, and I I really appreciate your honesty there. If that you know trying to be a really good husband, I'm not. I don't share that shit. <laughs> I just don't share that shit. Uh, it's like we're not gonna go and share that bottle of whiskey. This is it's not happening. Yeah. I'm super fortunate. I don't have to worry about that. The wife's not really a an alcoholic at all. So she likes wine. <laughs> yeah. She likes like white wines and right. stuff. And that's yeah. more my wife. Yeah. 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 So all the good stuff is uh, is for me. This is mm-hmm. fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, there's no need for hiding it from me, no. Yeah. But Scott, I get it. I get it. But when you when so, you drink a great whiskey, I always I always compliment that with great food. Like great food, whether whether it's an aperitif or whether it's something after. Like it's it's just pairs good. And I just thought, oh man, you know, with the we were ta- we had the bottle last night there, we were having some drinks, and then Richard was going off like, you know what, I really think I perfected my ribs on the smoker. Because Richard has this unbelievable job where he can cook food for yeah. for you know his colleagues and stuff like that on the smoker on the job site. So it's he painful. gets hours of practice and like you know. But I so want to know do do what that? this is. Okay, so you're for smoking. Like, so you're you work up in northern Alberta on a job site. Yeah, like I just in, work at a camp, uh, right? Yeah, I work right in between uh, Grand Prairie and Ga- Grand Cache at a big gas facility there, so right off the highway. So, so you yeah. get to um, so are you, when you're when you're smoking, do you have a smoker up there too? Like, do yeah. they have access to one? Yeah, we have one uh, right outside the control room. We've got a barbecue and a smoker. Uh, we've got a we had a Traeger. It was getting old and uh, needed to be needed some repairs. And then the boss said, "Well, let's just get a new smoker." So. So which we, one did you go with? Uh, they remember? went with a. They got a pit boss. I'm not too. I can't okay. remember the the model or not, but it's a smaller of the pit boss with the with the grill grate in the middle, which is amazing for finishing <laughs> steaks off. Like it's mm-hmm. you uh, like I'll take a nice steak, season it, throw it on there like 225 for 45 minutes to an hour, pull it off, crank it up to 500, open that sear grate, two minutes aside, finish it off. And uh, sear grate, okay. so that's right in the uh, barrel, like yeah. So it's right in the middle. So like, well, you've seen the inside of my Traeger. Just imagine the inside of my Traeger, but like right in the middle, there's a there's basically a slide. There's a handle that you pull, and it opens up, and then you can uh, basically then you have right a- direct access to the flame coming out of that firebox, and then you can sear finish off like anytime we have like pork chops, steak, yeah, drumsticks, chicken wings. You just finish it off that way. It's uh, gets a crisp. It's hard, See, man. Like I, I have one of those jobs. Like I just, I just dread going to work. It's just, <laughs> God, it's horrible. Like, well, yeah, yeah, it must be rough. <laughs> you know, you, you just go out to the back to the deck and just throw some meat on the barbie. Oh, sorry, smoker. Yeah, so, well, we, there we is a the, big difference, right? But we got the barbecue there too, right? So I mean, uh, like last shift. Uh, on our second last night, I think it was, uh, we were going to do a roast, but it was so cold. Like it got back down to like minus 35 at work mm. that the smoker wouldn't light because the temperature probe wasn't working properly. So I ended up doing a roast on the barbecue for three and a half hours. And that turned right. out. Oh, God. 
It was so good. It was so good. It was ridiculous. <laughs> it was so good. Wait, we just I'll give get you a moment. Get, get that hacky. Get, get, get that little oh, drool that just came off yeah. the edge of your mouth there. It's, uh, <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, I can't. I can't ask for anything more out of a job. Now, like that's. <laughs> we have to acknowledge there's going to be some people listening, and and my, myself included. I have not ever used a smoker. Yeah, me. Some yeah. people. Some people have never gone even close to smoker. No, but some people don't know the real difference between a smoker and a barbecue. Yeah, I mean they both go on your deck. They're both made out of metal. There's flame involved. There's meat involved, but there is a difference. Yeah. What, what would you say would be like pros and uh, cons or something? Yeah, like the that. pros and cons of of do you need both or should you just should you have one? Well, I firmly believe that uh, if you're serious about eating really good food, you can't do everything on one. You got to have both. But the nice thing is like you don't need you don't need a massive barbecue like. Just something nice and small. I mean, 99% of everything I cook is on the smoker. And it's nice. Like, I always tell people that haven't used one before or are thinking about getting one, I say, just think of an oven, but rather than electric or gas heat, you're just using pellets in a hopper. Um, like, we've done cinnamon buns on it, biscuits, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. loaves of bread, like, wow, okay, sausage rolls. Like, you can, anything that you would put into an oven... And anything yeah. that you would cook on a barbecue, you can cook in a smoker. It just takes a little bit more time. But the nice thing about it is that, like, if you're doing, like, a brisket that takes, like, eight, nine... I mean, you can do a brisket for 16 hours if you want, low and slow. And the nice thing I always tell people is, like, it gives you time to sit down and have a whiskey and smoke a cigar. Right, you're not really wor- worrying about flipping no. the meat. You're just worrying about making sure that cigar is just right. Yeah, because it's all indirect heat. There's no um, unless you get a model like a pit boss that has that sear grate in the middle where you mm-hmm. can access the direct heat, the direct flame. Like the Traegers, there's a diffuser plate in there, so it spreads the heat out evenly throughout the whole unit. So basically, you can throw a turkey in there for Thanksgiving, and mm. um, you'll never eat turkey any other way. Ever, mm-hmm. ever again, unless someone right. like put a gun to your head and made you do it. But okay, so what's your? You said you like your uh, your your ribs yeah. on on the smoker, but what is your favorite uh, cut of meat type of meat to put on a smoker? Like, what's your go to? Or what should people be looking at? Maybe let's do it two ways. What's your favorite? But what should people? Be trying out first when like they get the starters. Smoke. The starters, like you wouldn't start with a brisket. I would imagine. No, like you wouldn't start with a brisket. Honestly, like the easiest thing to cook on there is like a ribeye steak. Oh yeah. Okay. Like or a steak of any kind, a nice thick, juicy steak because it's literally impossible unless you're very special to ruin that steak on there. And the nice thing about well, the majority of them have an app anyway, but like the the, the Traegers, they have an app. So I can pull my phone up, go onto my Traeger app, and be like, I'm going to do a ribeye steak tonight. There's like 13 different recipes on there for doing a ribeye steak and different cook times and temperatures. And So like I said, like I love, I we eat a lot of ribeyes at work. Um, okay. 225 for 45 minutes. Season it, throw it on there, uh, pull it off, crank her up to 500, and then... Uh, if you want, you finish it off right on the grill. Get some nice sear and grill marks, or you throw a nice cast iron pan in there. Get that heated up. A little bit of butter, a little bit of garlic, mm. and mm. Uh, a little Elden's base. <laughs> we should we should have done this earlier in the day. This yeah. is like you know later at night. Rubber recording because that's when it works. 
But now my mouth is watering. This is not right. Yeah. Well, it's it's uh, I, yeah. I can't. I. It's a game changing, life changing experience. When you buy a smoker, though, there's 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 so much to it. There's so many different pellets. There's so many different woods and flavors and stuff like that. And pairing it, of course, you gotta have tons of stuff, right? You can't just have one type of pellet because it might not go good with something else. But like, let's well, okay, just say, wait, wait, Scott, I gotta, let me hold on a quick. Oh, yeah. I gotta, gotta take that. We'll come back to the rest of what we we're just saying. But yeah. what do you mean? There's different pellets. Like, so, like, what do you mean that's not gonna work? So there's different. So like, there's different flavors. So like, Traeger has like, I'm gonna say it's at least 15 different flavors. So there's like, cherry wood, apple wood, mesquite, alder. Okay, right. the, okay. um, they came out with a two new ones recently. A brisket blend, and there's also a Thanksgiving like a turkey blend. Um, and I is it, is it just like different sawdust or, or different woods they put together yeah, to make that? It's just the different, it's just the different hardwoods, right? So the different right. sawdust from all the hardwoods that gets pressed into the pellets. But I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, you can definitely like if you're if you're gonna bake an apple pie on there, like you can use apple pellets if you want, or you can mm-hmm. you could use they've got a signature blend, which I use. Probably eighty percent of the time, because you can't go wrong with that signature blend. It pretty much goes with everything. Okay. Right, right. So, like, if you're going to get a smoker, you don't have to have a bag of every single flavor. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it, I use those. Like I said, those signature pellets probably eighty percent of the time, and uh, I've never once heard a complaint about. And, and so, where do you get them? Like at a local har- hardware store, or like you order them online? Like, you can order them you- online. You can do Amazon, even though I don't really. Suggest shop local Amazon right. shop home, local. Home you get them at home hardware, home hardware, lots I'm of barbecue sure stores, Walmart. Lowe's, Home yeah. Depot. I've seen them in Canadian Tire once. Mm-hmm. But what yeah. about uh, PV Mart? They probably have them. I haven't gone into a PV Mart and PV Mart we got does. one here in Sure Park. Yeah, and uh, it feels like I'm I'm not in Sure Park. It feels like I'm out in the country. That's it's kind of nice. Yeah, yeah. I love PV Mart. It's one of my favorite stores. I just bought yeah. a trampoline from there. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yep. Yeah. Don't tell like for anyone. The winter. A trampoline for the winter. Yeah, nice. I bought it now because they'll be sold out come spring. Ah, uh, yeah. Right. Yeah. That's the way it is. So, okay, That's so pellets, pellets are like kind of a um, part of the recipe then, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. You can go balls deep. Like, you can you can get into it. Like, you can, I mean, there's there's days when it's all I think about. <laughs> I think that's the tip of the day. <laughs> that's the tip of the day. Brought to you by Johnson's Wood Floor. <laughs> Check them out on Facebook, on and Instagram, Johnson with Floor for all your flooring installation needs. Um, just tip of the day is you can go balls deep with all the type of wood you need. Johnson's Wood Floor. Yep, hundred percent. It is too easy. <laughs> oh Chris no! It's like the, you fucking assholes. <laughs> like, I pay for serious sponsorship, but every See, year, uh, every year, I'm the fucking and this is what tip you do to of me. the day. Like I'm, I'm uh, just the tip. Like oh just the God. tip of the day is uh, brought to you by. Um, <laughs> yeah, and thanks, and, and thanks, there, Big Smoke, for that idea right off the hop. There, that was really great. Oh, not a problem. I'm here to help. You are. You are. <laughs> okay, so we got our wood. We've got um, your choices of smoker. Mm-hmm. Get it? I guess is the, what we're saying. Yeah. AKA, I guess I know what I'm asking for my birthday. What do you need? Like, where would you start? Like, what's the absolute must-haves with a smoker? Like, you don't have one. You want to buy one. There's different brands. There's different things. What's like, what's a, what's something? 
Like when I buy tools, I want to buy the tool that's going to last me 20, 30 years, whatever it is, yeah. right? What is the what's the what's a smoker to buy? So you cannot uh, maybe break it into like this is a budget one, this is a mid-range one, this is the high end, this is the beast. I'm a professional. Yeah. I fu- yeah. So the nice thing about pretty much the majority of the manufacturers that make them, there's three or four different models. Um, so you can get like the Traeger that I have, the, the was it the Pro 780? I think that thing was like, well, it was a birthday present, so I'm gonna say it was somewhere around like 1,100 bucks. Um, but I mean, they make significantly like you could spend four grand if you wanted to. You could spend 500 bucks. So it kind of depends on how much you want to spend. But you can't go wrong with a Traeger. They are, they are top notch quality products you cannot go wrong with a green mountain grill uh the guys that make green mountain grills originally worked at traeger um and so they wanted to make grills just a little bit differently okay. green mountain grills are uh they're they're very cadillac they're nice um the nice thing about those ones is there's a lot of different uh, cooking accessories like they have a pizza oven so you can take the internals of your smoker out and the pizza oven goes right in and sits over top the firebox so you can literally get your pizza oven to 500 degrees and make homemade pizza and cook it like a pro in like seven minutes and your pizza's done. I mean, I do pizza on my Traeger all the time. It works out awesome. It's just, you don't have that accessory. Um, I would definitely, the number one thing you got to do is decide how much you want to spend. You don't have to go insane. Like a really good barbecue, like a, if you want a really, really like the one I have sitting in my garage, which I really like, that was seven hundred bucks brand new. So if you want a really nice barbecue, you're spending mm-hmm. money anyway. Mm-hmm. So you got to decide how much you want to spend on your smoker. Um, my two choices and recommendations would be Traeger and uh, a Green Mountain Grill. If you can't get either one of those, Pit Boss makes a great product. My only suggestion to that is if you're going to buy a Pit Boss, buy the larger of the Pit Bosses, because if you're trying to do things like turkeys and briskets uh especially in the pit boss the size of the one that we have where i work um because of that grill grate the steel is a little bit thinner um because it's an actual grate that's in there it's not a solid piece with a door so you're actually sliding it open so you will get a lot more of like direct heat through that metal so it's really going to be hard for you to get a nice even cook on say like a turkey or a brisket or even like a roast or something like that so if you go with a pit boss, get something that's on the larger side so that it gives you more room in there so you can actually put a whole brisket in there, say, to the side away from that from that grill grate so that you're not going to have, like, a well-done section of your brisket. Right, 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 right. Mm. Okay, yeah, mm. yeah. Yeah, and just realize that... That's a pro tip. It, it obviously, oh. because you're buying the bags of pellets, it, it costs... Like, propane is dirty. So it literally, like... And most people don't go through more than like, let's say like a a bottle or two of propane in an intense summer of barbecuing. I'll go through a bag of pellets, depending on the temperature outside, every two to three cooks. So it is a little bit more expensive, but... Well, you're getting a better meat. You're getting a better better quality. Like the conversation that me and Chris had last night about flooring. Mm -hmm. Pay a little bit more. Get that quality, man. Don't don't get that garbage... Don't get that basement bottom guy that comes to you and says, I can beat that price by a thousand bucks. And then you wonder a year later, why does my floor look like the ocean is installed underneath it? 
<laughs> right. All wave it up and yeah, yeah, bubbling. Yeah, wow. it's so it's so true. Yeah, you get what you pay for. We we agree on that for sure. Have you ever come across Louisiana Grills? They're I think a Canadian company. Uh, yes, I've seen a couple of those. Uh, they're very nice. They had some. I was checking them out in I want to say Lowe's not that long ago. Maybe, maybe I'm not sure. Yeah. They're, they're getting big. PV Mart had it too for a bit. I think they're a Canadian company. Believe it or not, I think they're started locally. That's a weird choice of names for a I Canadian. Think you, I know. I think grill. they did. I do that. know a guy that has one, like the, with the real cast iron wheels that you can wheel it with. Like it's a real big, huge, heavy cast iron thing. The one thing that I really enjoy, just as much as eating the food off of my Traeger, is accessorizing it. Like you <laughs> right. can, you can buy so many like it's like a different David's cutting head. boards and shelves and. It's just, it's like I have an insulation blanket on mine, so when it's uber cold outside, like, that insulation blanket probably saves me a quarter of a thing of pellets every time. It's, like, mm-hmm. 20 below or more. Wow. So that's what it really saves you. It saves you in the pellets, because the colder it is, the more pellets it's got to feed to keep yeah, the temperature up. to keep the temperature up, so that insulation right, right, right. blanket, yeah, it works. Okay. It's the cat's meow. Mm. Wow. I'm just, I'm just going deep into this. You know, wish list of what I want for my smoker. <laughs> this is <laughs> good thing we're, we're good thing this is recorded because I don't want to write a list. I don't so need the, to buy one as long as Richard's my neighbor. I've, so I've, I think I've, the I've best thing in my mind, like the easiest way. <laughs> I, I think the you. easiest way for you to be able to make up your mind is mm-hmm. uh, we do a barbecue. We just do it. Yeah, we just do. Just get, it I, get some ribeyes or a brisket or. Yep. Whatever it is you want to eat. And then after I'm done cooking and you're done eating, if you can honestly tell me that you don't want to spend the whatever thousand dollars to get a smoker, then we're not friends we're, anymore. Yeah, we're not got, friends yeah, anymore, yeah, and that's yeah. fine. Like, you know you know, the world goes on. Or you could yeah. just be a mooch like me and be like, So what you cooking this weekend, Richard? Yeah. But well, see, so that's the, saying I got to move to closer to where you guys are. Join the community and just be no. See, it. that's the nice thing about well, that sucks. Cause I no longer have a pickup truck, but Scott's got a pickup truck. Is uh, my Traeger has wheels on it? You just load it in the back of the truck. Like I took it up to High Prairie there last year for my mom's right, birthday yeah. and and did a brisket. Just walked it up into the back of the truck on ramps and strapped her down. And away I went. A little harder Maybe. to do that now. I don't think it'll fit in my Mitsubishi. No, no, not likely. No, not likely. Think so. On you the roof. Get it on the roof. Yeah, there you go. Roof rack. Roof, roof yeah, rack. Yeah, what's the worst that could happen? Yeah. Yeah, no. There's nothing wrong could happen. Yeah, just that one strap. No. That panorama go. sunroof, that's not expensive. No, don't no, need no, it. No. Hit a pothole. <laughs> what can go wrong? Exactly. Smash. Yeah. Oh, man. Those panoramic sunroofs, I don't know. I don't know. We have them, too, in our SUV. And it's just like it's never, ever been used once. And I'm thinking, <laughs> man, it's so expensive. Like, what... What an expensive touch. It was like the nav systems. It was never used. Just $2,000 touch. Like, what the hell? I use the nav all the time because I'm lazy and I don't want to have to think about where I'm going. I just punch <laughs> it in and then it's like, hey, dipshit, you have to turn in 50 meters. Okay. <laughs> Sweet. Do you ever feel bad, though? Do you ever... Okay, not bad. That's not the word I'm looking for. Do you ever... Like, do you remember... I think you're old enough. Do you remember the time when we actually had to look at maps... 
Yeah. And oh, like memorize how we're going to get there. Yeah. I remember when uh, I remember when I worked for Crystal Glass in Edmonton for I think it was like four or five years. Like I knew that city like the back of my hand. I you told me the address of where I was going, and I knew exactly like exactly where I was going. There was no map. There was no phone. There was no nav. Now. Right. You give me an address to go to in Edmonton, and I go, eh, what? And yeah. I punch, and then I punch it into my nav. It's almost yeah. like it's almost like we're second guessing ourselves now. Well, I don't know. Maybe they, uh, maybe they'll tell me to go the better way. I don't like. It's and, almost like want to be the most right. It's kind of what I do. I'm like, I know how to get there, but what's the better way of doing it? Yeah, I think, that, I think that comes down to it. I think you really you second guess yourself. You're trying to see yeah. what the best best way is. Because like my mom and I, like we we were never nav people like to get around the city and we would argue she'd be like no no just take 75th street i'm like i'm not gonna take 75th street i'm gonna take this road up there because that way i avoid those tracks or i hate those tracks i'm always gonna catch that train you know right, right. We, there's different there's of course more than one way to skin a cat and yeah. um mm-hmm. but yeah it's i think we depend so much on our technology right now we depend on it too much, like way too much. Like I remember when I first first started doing my job, we didn't have GPSs. You right. had to be able to learn to read LSDs yeah. uh, and and put it on okay, location. The, uh, LSDs means what for the uneducated or non not edu- it's not. A, it's like a legal legal a legal, uh, a legal site. Uh, Description, description or, or something yeah. like that. I can't remember what legal the, land location basically. Yeah, yeah, I just can't remember what the yeah. S stands for. I thought it was site something but sure, anyway we'll you know when someone says you know i live on township road you know 510 and range road 230 and i'm like oh okay sounds good so that means you know you're you're at 53 23 you know mm-hmm. w5 but uh and they're your actual point on it, it's like okay well i'm in you know this quadrant of section 23 and then where your house is is two so you have two or 22 53 20 w5 yeah. But there used to be a way of reading it, and and it's so funny because uh, there's a lot of still a lot of areas in Alberta that we work in we don't have phone service, but yeah. we have to actually look at a map and then go onto the map knowing how to read an LSD and then going onto it and going okay this is approximately where where we are here. If you didn't also buy the five hundred dollar oil filled atlas map, which yes. I have that. Which right. which should be like it's it's archaic. Nobody cares carries them anymore, but they are still to this day like one of the most used things I do. Right? Yeah. But yeah, no, it's a uh, it's a lost art of just uh, getting lost and then uh, finding a way. Uh, oh, a hundred percent. But it doesn't help. Like it doesn't help when like in Edmonton, I got lost a couple months ago looking for a place because there's like two forty second apps on the south right. side of the city. Because so I showed up at a house. Different. I showed up at a house that had the right numbers on it, so I go knock on the door, and this guy comes to the door, and I'm like, you're not who I'm looking for. And he's like, oh? And I'm like, I'm at the right address. He's like, there's two 40-second abs around here. And I was like, oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. Like, what, what, you like, went what, all the way into the Edmonton. Like what, are we, like, what are we doing? Like, are we running out of numbers? Like, I don't think there's infinite amount of numbers. Like, what are we doing? Well, it's we're, we're trying to do what Calgary did, right? Like we're trying to break in things into quadrants, but Calgary did it smarter. 
Calgary broken into the northwest, northeast, southwest, <laughs> southeast. You can have the same. You can have four of the same different addresses, but the little thing on the bottom on the right it says southwest. So you know that you are looking for the address in the southwest quadrant of Calgary. Edmonton did it complete badass, stupid. How they like made everything? This yeah, so like everything. <laughs> so their expansion, and then they change. Oh, oh, so that's a southwest address now. It's like okay, so. Yeah. Edmonton is like, oh, south- we'll never, we'll never need more numbers than a hundred avenues and a hundred streets. Yeah, that's yeah. it. That's all we ever need. But they started chucking names in too. Like that's the annoying thing. Sure, sure. That's but American. Like, yeah, but you sure need to have still the at least the quadrant of the city that it's in, right? Like if you're, you know, it's it's like Beaumont, right? Like you go into Beaumont, it's a city now. But it's like, oh, I live yeah. on, you know. Is it though? One three Rue Montalay. It's like, okay, so where's that? You literally need Google, or you literally need a map. You can't just figure out that where that is. Unless you're in Sure Park. See, Sure Park's a little different. It's been named for a long time. It's been named, I think, since they started, and it was based on um, the type of. Uh, there's the tree section. There's the yeah. the bird section yeah there's the lakeland yeah anything and so what they do is they'll name that area based on all the roads will be based on that subject matter for the most part until you get into my area where there's a whole bunch of just random words trees starts with the a's yeah Yeah. no it's like we're in aspen trail so that means everything has an a in it so i've never heard of annandale before (laughs) Or Ambleside, or any of these places. What is this? Like, are these dishes? Are these yeah. people? I don't know. I was actually in Sherwood Park last night for two hours. Must did you feel cleansed? It was, it was, a, it was a good time. <laughs> you feel cleansed with the chemicals coming off the refineries? Yeah, it was actually. Uh, I, noticed, I noticed that actually when I was uh, driving in because I took the little. Uh, I don't even know anything about Sherwood Park, but I was at the Arcadium Arcade for two hours for a birthday party, and when I got out of my vehicle. I got out and I was, I was like, "Oh, that's a nice, that's a nice light benzini, like <laughs> right little aftertaste." You get a little bit in your mouth, you swish it around. You're like, mm, "You know what? That's mm, that's cancer in 20 years. That's, that's yeah, rich. That's so yeah, rich. That's, so that's rich. It's stuff. you know, it's a gift oh, that it's keeps so on all giving. these rich people are here. I I, don't, I still don't get it. I get it, but I don't get it. Um, hey, but well, streets the are cleared." Was, the land was available. Hey, so you what? Look <laughs> at those rec you know, centers and those services you have. Double decker buses. Don't worry buses. about that cancer. Don't worry about those lung problems. That's no right. worries. Your streets gonna be cleared anytime you want it. Yes. Yep. Hey, well, we'll nice. pay, hey, that back road that nobody drives on. Don't you worry. We'll pave that too. Hey, I yeah. pay. I pay for snow clearing in my taxes, and you don't want to know how many times my little half cul-de-sac that's right off of the main street has been cleared how, this year. Tell me. It's it's less than one. And it's right around that zero mark. <laughs> and yet, every time I call, they say, "Oh yeah, no, we'll 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 send someone by." And I'm like, "You realize the grader literally drives right past our half cul-de-sac, right yeah, off the main street." It's literally right. three backups, three backups, and he could have it all cleared. And it's, yeah, like, it's maybe five minutes of work. Like it could be five, it could be four. It's closer to three minutes. And that's why this year, when I busted out the snowblower. I think the three or four times I had to use it, I shovel everything to the end of my driveway and I chuck every flake of snow into the main road. Because then at least 
the money that I'm paying for snow removal is actually being utilized. <laughs> see? I hear you. I hear you. It's the the bylaw guy keeps telling me I can't do that. The bylaw guy keeps literally telling me I can't do that. And I'm like, well, watch. I'll literally show you that I can do it. <laughs> here's, here's me doing it. Yeah. And here's you doing nothing about it. There we go. Yeah. Have a good day. Yeah. I know. For for us, I have to. Um, the way our road goes, I mean, this, like I'm just before. I'm just at the beginning of this corner. We have like a big loop where we are. And You're we're on the top the, of the hill. We're on the top of the hill, and on our top of the hill, we're right at the beginning of this corner. So the sidewalk goes straight, and then comes starts coming into our driveway and loops around. Yeah. But the way the road goes, it also tilts drastically down into this corner. Mm-hmm. And we also have this uh, pathway just next to my neighbors that also comes down to this corner. And so we get all the snow and all the ice and everything. And we also have the, the northwest wind coming down. So we get these drifts. Nice. So right, the three houses on this corner here, we just get tons of snow. That we, that any melt or anything comes from the street, comes into our driveway. Oh, and perfect. so it's, uh, to get down to the sidewalk, we're looking six inches of ice from the, from the roadside. So we uh-huh. just were like, well, they got to come fix it anyways. Let's just dump it because it's not going. Our snow, our water doesn't go anywhere. Mm-hmm. Just oh, the little lake. But, you know, well, maybe one day it'll go into your basement. Perfectly designed. Oh, trust me. Don't get me started. Don't get me started. <laughs> hey, Mr. by the way, Trigger. you guys have something. You guys have Trigger. something. It's such so common. You guys got those really well built landmark homes, both of you. <laughs> oh. You know what? I uh, there you go. I, oh, I boy. like. Look at the sweat. I, Look at the turn. Oh, get the pen out. Start flicking it. I do like my house. <laughs> I I don't like the the quality of some of the finish. The fact that there was some electrical issues when we moved in. Um, I had Still I had electrical issues. How I had like uh, where we've been in here for six years. It was brand new, so I like get seven years old. But we had uh, this winter. There was a little puddle of water on my floor in the basement i happen to go down mm. to the freezer to grab some steaks and uh i see this little puddle so i'm thinking oh it's because the, the line from my refrigerator is leaked before so i'm looking up and i'm like oh. i'm like that's not wet so i follow the trail where it's coming from it's coming from my wall so i mm. start investigating and half of my basement torn apart thankfully it's not finished um and there were spots where there was six inches of ice on the concrete in my basement on the walls on the walls and there's no leaks that I can find. Like, there's no cracks in the concrete where it's actually God. leaking. So I believe I believe Chris knows a guy that had theory behind that. I actually know. I, I, I like to see pictures because I probably can help you out with that one. That I one have I can, some fantastic. I took some great selfies. Send them to me. I could probably. I've, um, I've dealt with a lot of uh, moisture behind the walls. And uh, oil, I, I call it pop canning. Yeah. It happens. But it also depends on where the ice is coming from. There's there's a couple things I'll help yeah. you with that later. But anyways, That's... Saturday, Saturday I spent uh, majority of my day planning out what I think the builder should be doing re- regarding the ongoing saga of my warranty issues. Mm-hmm. Um, I I basically uh, I created a Gantt chart for them and a project list things that they should be doing. Uh, Friday they had guys here again trying to figure out our bathroom our main bathroom. Upstairs in our master bedroom, I should say. Long story short, we can't use our shower or tub because of leaks. Hmm. And so they've been like, oh, we'll replace the the, the, the rep was like, oh, we're not, not this weekend. They said, well, we'll just replace that tile. I'm like, it's not the tile. The tile's not the problem. 
it's the lack of waterproofing behind that tile and bad installation. And it's so old, good luck finding this tile. That means you can't find it. You have to redo it all the tile, which means you're doing 100% of the tub and the shower. Mm-hmm. That means we're not going to be at the house when you do that. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, no, 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 no. We'll send somebody to go look at it. The guy who looks at it on this Friday is like, we have to do everything. I'm like, yeah. That's what I said two years ago. Mm-hmm. So just listen to me. And then they were sending stuff. To, <laughs> they're just sending random people. Like, I'm like, I'm at work. I get a phone call. Like, hey, I worked your house. I'm like, I'm at work. Well, we said there be be there for noon. It's 1115. Yeah. So I'll be there for noon. Mm-hmm. Well, I have somewhere else to be at, tw- at noon. I'm like, okay, you're oh. coming to my house to fix that problem. And you're there 45 minutes. And the last guy that was there to try to fix that problem was there for an hour and a half and it didn't get fixed. You think somehow you're going to fix it? Yeah, you can go and talk to your bosses and they could call me. Like, that's the kind of, like, they're not taking this warranty work serious. Anyways. No, because they think you'll just hang out and be happy once it's done. Well, they should know better than that by now. Yeah. Seriously. Well, I've been without a uh, half bath on my main floor for uh, six, seven, seven months now, because my washing machine decided to install a pool for the second time. Mm. Mm-hmm. That was a good. That was a good time. That was that was I, fun. I had, was I had that problem too. So yeah, did yeah, you did yeah. you go see our friends there at Avenue Appliances and get yourself a new dishwasher or a new uh, washer and dryer? So what's going to happen is once uh, once it's all. Uh, fixed and good to go i'm going to take that samsung pos mm-hmm. oh and you get some piece of shit here i swear I'll i go. hate <laughs> samsung they said when this first happened uh and when i called them i said this is the second time it's a defective part they were like yep nope mr johnson absolutely we are going to pay for all repairs and then come the day for the work to start getting be done and they're like yeah, we've hired an independent adjuster. And then two months later, the independent adjuster figured that uh, it was not the fault of Samsung's defective POS. So yeah, um, when I do need a new one, I will go there. But I'm going to probably beat that washing machine with a baseball bat. To you know t- what we could do? We could do we could do an explosion thing. Like get yes, some fucking guns could. and shit. Oh, I love that. Have you ever yep. have you ever put the put the bricks inside the in the dryer? I put them oh, in the high turn speed on. Oh, this is so much fun. So much fun. Oh, so much fun. I, I like uh, this idea. I like this summer. I like this got to happen this summer. Well, hopefully maybe yeah. not, but um I know we had one time um before this house we had a um we need to get laun- new laundry. So we're like, oh, okay, let's get a deal. And I'm like, eh, I know Samsung's not the greatest for customer service. They just aren't. Yeah. Like, yeah, but the deal's so good. It's supposed to be good. Get it in. Yeah. We open it up. It smelled musty before mm-hmm. we even before we had a load of laundry. Huh. And you know, I put a rinse cycle through or whatever. Just thought it'd go away. It was so raunchy, like raunchy, not just a little bit, but just horrible. We ended up having to say, like that. We call them back. They're like, this isn't going to work. Take it back. Oh, we can't. I'm like. I don't think you understand. You will. Mm-hmm. It's less than a year. This is wrong. Anyways, thankfully we bought it at Home Depot, and I made them feel so, so bad for selling me such a piece of crap that literally smelt like shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That Home Depot did good to us, and they got us a replacement, and we went with LG, and we, we, we love LG. And then we move into this. We had to leave it at the last place, you know, because mm-hmm. they, they bought it from us, actually. So we come in here. We're getting new laundry with the the home builder. Mm-hmm. Not 
a lie. It was a one year and one week after we had moved in, they the washing machine died. So out of warranty. Whirlpool. <laughs> um, and then a whole bunch of people along this block, same thing. All the same stuff happened. So we went with LG, but of course, no recourse in that one because mm-hmm. that's the way that goes. So it's been fun. It's been really fun. I, I mean, Whirlpool's... I mean, they're, they're not horrible. They're, they're not horrible. I mean, my fridge caught on fire, but whatever. It's not a big deal. Yeah. They're not horrible. <laughs> sure, sure, your panel can your melt. Your fridge caught on fire. I didn't know that. Oh my god. Yeah, when we when we first moved into oh this place, god. I think it was less than six months of us being here. Um, I was away at work, and Heather calls me and she's like, "I think the 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 fridge is not working." And I was like, <laughs> "Oh no." So she opens up the freezer and everything in there is like melted. So thankfully we had like a little bar fridge that she brought upstairs, plugged it in and took all the stuff that was still good in the fridge and put it in there. And Whirlpool decides that uh, they need to replace the compressor. So this this guy shows up to replace the compressor and there's some soldering that's required while replacing the compressor. And it turns out that uh, that makes things really hot and they catch on fire. So there was a little fire in our refrigerator. So then I was like, well, maybe we should just get a new fridge. Like, it's still on warranty. And Whirlpool's like, oh, no. Like, we will pay up to 90% of the value of your product before we decide to replace it. That's the dumbest thing ever. Like, (laughs) and I was like, uh, okay. Like, whatever. Like... This, wow. Oh, yeah. It yep. is, uh, it's oh first God. world problems. I mean, it could These be are worse. totally first world, 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 yeah. world yeah. pool. World problems. I had to replace my three-year-old dishwasher this uh, in January, too. Mm. It was dying. Yeah. So I think that, the, you know, that's for, for a builder-grade stainless steel dishwasher, I shouldn't expect anything more than three years. I think a so. person's best bet, quite honestly, like I work with a guy who buys a new walk because he's got... Uh, 95 kids so they do like three loads of laundry a day he's like i just go to costco and i buy the 700 cheap washing machine and in six years when it craps out i just go buy another one rather than buying a three thousand dollar washing machine that won't even give you two years Mm -hmm. right yeah 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 no i i do say you should shop local you should not you you not you a big smoke but you know you can't I'm not telling you what to do. You're a legend. You do what you want because you're the legend, Big Smoke. But for the rest of us, you should at least go and see what kind of quality products you can get at Avenue Appliances here in Edmonton. Or give them a call. Get some education. Find out what you can do. They've got a, a range of appliances from, you know, good quality, mid-level. They don't have low-end stuff, but they have mid-level stuff. All the way up to your specialty custom type of appliances for your gorgeous beautiful custom kitchen that you will be spending what some people spend a house the cost of a house <laughs> i i go to avenue appliances check them out on our website go to uh, dad mine the list is there um no I, at one point i did sell appliances back in the day loved doing the custom work nice and loved it loved custom builds custom kitchens that's where appliances is fun and uh, my my favorite, I know this is, my favorite was this camping lodge, not a camping, a hunting lodge for an outfitter. And his appliance package was more than the average truck today, the cost of the average truck today. Wow. 
Oof. So, like, not... I shouldn't even say that. I mean, the average cost of a truck right now is around 60 grand. What? Uh, roughly, yeah, like a half ton? That's if, it, that's if it was, like, previously on fire and in an accident, yeah. Right, so it's yeah. between 60 and 100 <laughs> right now, right? That's about what yeah. they are. Yeah, yeah. It, it was in the upper... It was in the upper range, and that was, like, 20 years ago. Yeah. So, like... I can, so, those outfitters, if they do it right, they can make some good money. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah, for sure. I bet you they yeah. smoke... All their meat. Oh yeah. Oh, jerky. And what Homemade is the difference? Jerky. What what's what is cold smoke? So you're basically turning like uh, my trigger. The coldest it'll go is 165 degrees Fahrenheit, which is I have no idea Celsius because I'm not that smart. Um, but okay. then, so like, there's a lot of guys they'll uh, they'll cold smoke uh, like cream cheese, and then you'll make like a queso dip with it. So I'd turn my Traeger on to like 165, take a couple of bricks of uh, cream cheese, put them in there. And then if you want to, you can also throw, say, like a big tray of like uh, ice in there just to make sure it doesn't get a little bit too warm and things start to melt. And then, yeah, you cold smoke that bad boy for, you know, like an hour or two and uh, pull it out and you make a queso dip that just would blow your mind. Huh. So cold smoking meat, though, too, is that a thing? Yeah, hundred percent. You do the same, like you can do the same thing with like some jerky, or like if you want to make homemade jerky and oh, stuff yeah, like that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I guess the same, the same thing you would do: slice it up nice and thin, season her up, throw her on there, one sixty-five, and let her ride low, low and slow, man. And sit there and uh, have a whiskey and smoke. Is, a cigar. is that what they do at Wilhawks beef jerky? Do you think? Do you think all oh, that's cold smoked? Yeah, like they probably got a giant walking oh, yeah. smoker. Huge, I would imagine, yeah. and then yeah. everything just hangs in there, and it's. It's probably like you could probably just walk around in there. It'd be quite nice. It wouldn't be overly really hot in there. Yeah. And okay. Just... So if you're not if you're not drinking whiskey though while you're waiting for the smoke to to penetrate all the food, what would your next beverage of choice be? Like say say something you put in a cooler. Say a Kalani Sports cooler. Ooh, I would uh, definitely go with a nice uh, nice. I would say rum and coke, but I'm not a big rum and coke fan. I love uh, Dr Pepper and rum. Doctor, then that's that, rich. That goes very well in a nice uh, insulated cup with some ice. It's uh, quite delicious. And you, know, you can get a Kalani Sport uh, uh, travel mug, tumbler, all sorts of things. And I'll bet you, you that thing it. keeps it nice and cold for hours. I'll be honest. I had uh, just some simple ice and water in my in my cup yesterday. Yep. You know, just need to stay hydrated. Forgot about it. You know, because I went to bed. I went to sleep the next... And then uh, round in, I'm like, you know what? I'm thirsty. Oh, look at this. That tumbler's right here full of ice water. I wonder if it's still uh, icy. Sure enough, the ice was still still in it. Now, I wasn't just cool. There's still some ice in it. So I'm telling you. That's at that's, least 12 hours. That's impressive. Because my Yeti will not do that. Right. Um, right. Kalani is a quality product. And oh, because uh, you had booze in there, Richard. Yeah, uh, that'll melt it faster. <laughs> <laughs> that will melt it faster. <laughs> Science. I mean, there's usually like a like an iced coffee in there that's got some of that salted caramel from Hanson's Distillery, right? And then uh, then I top it off with a couple of shots of uh, whiskey. Oh, interesting! Interesting. <laughs> I realize. Um, I realize what I should be doing is getting a cooler though to go with the smoker, and the best way to get a cooler is to. Go to our sponsor, Kalani Sports website, and it's good to do it through our our own website, Two Dads Against the World. Go to Dad Mine, click on the link, 
pick your favorite accessories. Not accessories. Coolers and, and travel mugs. All those sorts of things. And when you go to checkout, make sure you type in 2DadsATW and you get 10% off your purchase. Um, Kalani Sports, sponsor of our show. I love Dr. Pepper. Like, oh. Dr. Pepper for me, this, oh. this is what's crazy about it. Kalani Sports is the spirit of Aloha, Aloha engineered in Canada, though. Mm-hmm. But Dr. Pepper for me is reminds me of Hawaii. It's it's a it's a weird thing, because um, when I was in my twenties, I used to work for an airline, WestJet. They were great back then. I don't know what they are now. Some people have mixed feelings about them. They're still anyway, decent. Yeah, they're still decent. They're Their planes like aren't falling out of the sky, so they're not that bad. That's that's true. <laughs> um, <laughs> but because I work for the airline, I got dirt cheap prices. Everything I went, so I went to Hawaii for I think round trip with stay was about six hundred bucks. For a week, so that's I was pretty happy with that. Um, I love Hawaii too. There was a lot of Dr. Pepper consumed, a lot of macaroons, yeah, yeah. you know, not not the cookie kind, but like the Hawaiian kind, Hawaiian macaroons. Yeah, so good. I've never, I've never left Canada. I've never left Canada, so I don't. You got, you got to try macaroons. You got to try Kona coffee. I can't leave Canada. Oh, you can't leave Canada because. No, I'm like, I'm like so a, on like all the no-fly lists and stuff. <laughs> no, I don't have a passport, so I can't leave Canada. He's an illegal immigrant. You can, you can get a passport. Oh, believe me, I have tried. We we need a campaign to get you a passport. We need to get you out of this country. Mm-hmm. Not I, that we need to get you out, but we need to get you to experience outside the country. I mean, the you only place that is because he's he's a British spy. Let's just say this. That could be it as well. Yeah, they're the worst spots. <laughs> that, Those British. That, that could be it as well. But I honestly have zero desire to travel anywhere other than Alaska. That is the only place I want. Like I know, like I say this with zero consideration for my wife's plans because I know she wants to go to like Hawaii and Greece and Mexico and Cuba, and I would love to take her there. But for me personally, Alaska is the only place that I really want to visit. Really. Yeah, like how long would you stay up there in Alaska? Like, are we talking like real Alaska or the West Coast Alaska that comes down into Canada? I'd like to do like a month of just like leave from leave from Beaumont and just take a month and go all the way up to the most northern part of Alaska that you can go. Just drive there, and just drive there, and just have time to like go check out the sites and stuff and check out little towns and things like that and some old mm-hmm. mine sites and just like have the time to actually be like what's this point on a map today and decide where we're going in Alaska yeah, yeah. and mm. and go there that's something i would like to do that would be cool <clears throat> it's yeah. beautiful i know a guy that travels there almost every year and he finds a new place to visit in his yeah. trips to Alaska he drives from Fort St. John of course he's got a bit of a head start on us but uh, it, it's a trip. It's a travel. It's huge. And the stuff that you see yeah. in the Yukon, and you go to places in Alaska, and you stop at certain bridges and certain places. You can watch bears eat and trout in the river. Like it, it's, it's the wild. Tourist. It's just wild. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's true wilderness. It's not like Banff National Park with like tour buses stopping inside a road to see like a goat taking a crap. <laughs> That's a great sight, though. I mean, if you've ever seen that, that's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Those goats? Yeah. 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 And I've seen a lot of them. <laughs> I always, I'm like, I feel like honking the horn every time I drive by. It's like, these, 
just gets in the scatter. Yeah, but then you but, get the one that decides, uh, I'm going to run towards that sound. Yeah, exactly. That's true. And they're big, those <laughs> those mountain sheep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And Man. tasty. Very tasty. One thing I was going to ask you, though, Richard, because I got a pen and paper, and I was like, wanted to write it down. What did you do? What is, what's your rib thing? You said you, like, mastered it. So what's the, like, what's the big smoke recipe for mm. ribs? Can you share it first, or are we going yeah. like, oh, oh, to end the show man. right here? You're going everyone, to share Everyone should have the opportunity to enjoy delicious food, delicious meat, delicious ribs. I don't do anything super, like, um, special. I use um, two different kinds of rubs. It's a honey hog, uh, and then the other one honey is hog. the honey hog, and then the other one is a pecan... Pecan honey blend seasoning salts. Um, what? They're from, I get them. So there's a place in uh, Sherwood Park I get them from. Home hardware uh, there? It, no, it's right next to, it's a little uh, barbecue place right next to Flex Chiropractic where I get my neck snapped and stuff. So it's right next door to that. So I go in there. It's They got, oh my God, that, that place is heaven. They have so many rubs and it's just, it's. I could spend... Oh, if Spend I didn't all to, afternoon there. If I didn't have to pay a mortgage, I would have thousands of dollars worth of those <laughs> things in my house. But so I use those two, um, nice and heavy, and uh, you got to make sure you pull that skirting off the back of those ribs because it just makes them super chewy. If you don't, okay, take this. What's that? What's that skirting? It's called? like that. It's like that second skin or something. It's like, like a that. second skin. So you got to pull yeah. that first so in your. Prep, you got to get that. that. Get okay, that all okay. off of there. You got to make sure your ribs are room temperature. You don't want them too cold because the problem, like if you're, or with any meat that you're going to be cooking, if it's too cold and you, you put like a rub on there, yeah, then that rub is going to start pulling the moisture out. And then yeah. say you go to flip that piece of meat over, a lot of that rub is going to basically come off. So, so room temperature when you're make prepping, sure it's you like, say, this room, is something I never knew. Yeah. So, so like the best way to do it, like. Your ribs, you're going to pull that second skin off. You're going to pat everything nice and dry. Mm-hmm. You're going to you're gonna put a seasoning on one side, and you're going to let it sit for five to ten minutes, depending on how much time you want. I mean, obviously, the longer, the better. It gives it more time to adhere to the meat. Do the same thing to the back. Give it five or ten minutes. And then the one thing I always do is, like, with my Traeger app, when it's telling me, like, I, you know, I should be cooking these things at, like, uh, 225 for three hours i always go just a little because i have nothing but time on my hands uh i go a little a uh, little cooler and a little bit longer that way there's really no way of me drying out that meat and then for the last hour and a half to two hours it comes off put it down wrap it in foil i'll put a couple little bricks of butter on each piece oh yeah there's wrap, the trick the butter yeah. is oh, i mean okay. It's good for you. It's good for your heart. So why not? Um, <laughs> Keeps you alive. Yeah, I'll put the butter on there, and then I always use Dr Pepper. I put a little bit of Dr Pepper in there to get the steam going, and then okay. I'll just the crank foil. the. T- okay. Yeah, like in and the then, foil. Yeah, and then you got to make sure, too. like I okay. usually do, like a good three or four layered foil, so that you don't run the risk of like. Because what happens if you get them perfect and they're super tender, like the bones, like they literally, like the meat slides off the bone. So if if the bones start kind of moving in that foil and you poke through and you lose all that liquid. And then the key is once everything's done, you pull it off. Mm -hmm. You just don't touch it. Let it sit for like 10 minutes. 
mm-hmm. and let that meat like soak up all those juices and everything that's in there. Yeah. And then when you unwrap them, you want to keep the liquid that's in there. So try not to lose as much of it as possible uh-huh. right. and just pour it into like a little bowl or whatever. Yeah. And you take your ribs, you cut them up. And then when you're about to eat them, you just take a little spoon of that sauce and you just put it over top of the ribs. And then you'll probably have one of the most intense eating experiences of your life because it's oh. can they're I absolutely get amazing. the dishes to your place for some ribs. Can oh I some? yeah, there you go. No, I refuse to use skip the dishes because yeah, they I have take never... they they take money away from the people that are really making that. See, food. and that's my yeah, that's my thing too. That's right. I, I've yet to do it, but for you. I would take your money away from you and your ribs if I can get them in, into I, my belly I, tonight. I could just deliver them. <laughs> <laughs> like when I say I literally have nothing going on the majority of the time, like I literally have. Like we went for a three and a half hour drive today just because like... It, There's nothing wrong with that. It's nice to have yeah. Yeah, we quiet did time together. Yeah, yeah, we did the Camaros, Wetaskiwin route and then ended up at the Nisku, uh Costco. Oh, that, yeah, the new one there by the airport. Yeah, yeah, it's nice. It's nice. Man, well, I got some. I got some meat goals to get. I'm. I just. Oh, have just figured just out how to do a bunch of pork. ribs. Yeah, Chris has got all those ribs, but uh, oh. you know, I mean, he mentioned last night. Uh, I don't know. I mean, that I'm sounded home. like that sounded like an offer, right? Like that sounded like an offer yeah. to me. Didn't it sound like an offer to you? Yeah, I mean, I was talking about ass. it. That's an invitation for food. That's, yeah, maybe he'll move his ass, and we'll get this going. If he moves That's, his ass, it'll happen. If he happen. moves his ass and gets meat at my front door, I will move my ass and turn my trigger on. <laughs> you got nothing else to do. Let's do it. Chris, yeah, I'm, done. I'm literally at home for like another 17 days taking care of the wife. So I'm nice. Yeah. I got some projects here you can help out with. Oh, wait. Yeah, as long as uh, should be doing that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, he's a professional glazer. Yeah. As That's a, another as a, thing on uh, on on Richard's resume. My, my uh, daughter and I thought a glazer was a really dirty it. term, like like. No, it's a, it's that's that's it's the actual, technical term. Yeah, that's true. Someone there that was a, works on windows. There was a time in my life where I was probably the greatest glass man on the planet. That's a <laughs> that's a whole another subject. I have I I with what I do for work, I'm quite. A, we're always dealing with some sort of. Uh, Either a storefront issue or a, an entrance issue. There's a lot of doors, <laughs> so um, I, I just find it's very interesting that the the level of uh, competency and attitude varies. But uh, there seems to be a common thread with a lot of glazers, and the good ones tend to like either go to like high rise or high end, or get out and do something better. The number one problem with that trade is that the money is not there mm-hmm. for you to support a family. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, at least when I was doing it, like I doubt it. it were, really I was much. I was single. I didn't. I mean, I ate bologna. I didn't need much money, but I mean, like those a lot of those trades, man. Like a lot of them, they don't pay enough. Like there's not a lot of money in glass, like especially automotive glass. They're like your your margins are very slim where you make money is like house packages changing out windows and houses and stuff like that and doing storefronts but yeah right you got every joe bob dick and harry bidding on that stuff and the next thing you know your margins for that go from 40 percent to right. 10 and there's some mm-hmm. low balls out there 
Well, and all it takes is one window to get messed up, and there goes your margin, and now you're actually paying to install in someone's home. Yeah. Yep, I've seen that too. Yeah. Hey guys, it's been great to have the legend here join us. It's Absolutely, been great. Absolutely, Richard. I Thanks think for coming we... on the show. <laughs> I think I've, I've, been, I've been so curious about smoking, and I'm like, I need Richard to come need, on the show, explain smoking. We need more. But I just want to, I do, I think it's important that we should mention, um, you know, we weren't going to talk too much about this, but I do think that um, for those that are interested in uh, the Ukraine crisis right now with Russia, Ooh, yes. um, I'll just simply uh, mention this. We'll be putting a, a link on our website to donate to the Red Cross, which has a specific Ukrainian call out for for them. And the reason why Red Cross and not another one is they're actually listed in the Warsaw Pact. So they are one of the organizations that are protected in war to go and go help those on both sides. Mm-hmm. So um, if you um, are concerned about what's going on there and you want to help out with some money there, Go ahead and donate to Red Cross with the Ukrainian. Uh, we'll send a link to our website. Just go to that's against the, against the world. We'll put it up there uh, later this week. Hopefully, JT doesn't get word of this and start to seize some bank accounts. Let's um, well, they're still seized, so who knows? Yeah, it's like seven point eight million dollars worth of money that's sitting there right now. Plus, yeah. yeah. So, anyways, um, everybody, good night. Thank you for joining us. Absolutely. Thanks to the legend Big Smoke, and you guys all have a good one. You yeah, too, you too, boys. Anytime. Cheers. Cheers.